Hey there, this is David Fitzgerald, the author of Jesus Mything in Action, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. As in vindication, being proved repeatedly and over and over again right when other people were wrong, <laughs> that does a lot for me. Um, <laughs> Raising the sights a little, just a fraction, um, I'd say that the, to me that what matters most is the pursuit of happiness in the words of our greatest founding father uh, and the pursuit of liberty, freedom, and that these things are incompatible, completely incompatible with the worship of an unalterable celestial dictator, someone who can watch you while you sleep and convict you of thought crime and whose rule cannot be challenged and who's the big brother whose who's eternal reign uh, may not be disputed. That makes the concept of the pursuit of freedom and happiness completely negative, negates it. Uh, so I, I, one of the things I live for is to return a stout and joyful non-Serviam to this dictator who I'm pleased to find doesn't really exist but is instead a creation of those who want to install a theocracy in the real life where I can participate and I'm not going to give them an inch. The second uh, thing I live for is, um, if not exactly passing on my genes, taking part in activities that might allow those genes to be passed on. <laughs> and not, <clears throat> and uh, not scorning the, the three delightful children who result, who are everything to me and who are my only chance of a, even a glimpse of a, a second life, let alone an immortal one, and I'll tell you something, if I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I'll gut my kid to show my love of God, I'd say, no, fuck you. Welcome to The Canadian Atheist, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. Now, if this podcast carries the explicit tag, and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor, so if you get offended, you might want to switch off. The CA records each week live from Apostasy Studios. Why not join in the discussion? Find us on Facebook, email us at theca at rogers.com, or follow us on the old Twitter machine at the underscore CA underscore podcast. If we're amused or tweaked by your stuff, we just might even use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, here we go. Welcome to CA. Today is Thursday, December 5th, 2019. I am Michael. And I am Dean. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, not no, exactly. Nope. That doesn't sound like him? Nah, nope. Not even a little bit. Okay, so I'm not Dean. I'm Shannon. Right. Yeah. Back for, is, is this third, is third time? The charm. Yeah. Hmm. And the first time you're co-hosting in the new Apostasy Studio. That is correct. Yeah. Surrounded by snakes. That's right, just four. Five? Oh, nice. <laughs> well. Ouch. Ouch. That hurt my heart. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> oh, right, sure. Oh. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking more like about like your trouser snake. Oh, okay. That's okay. Really the only other snake. That's right. I didn't call you a snake. It's a spinning cobra. Yeah. I'll stop. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um... Hey, how's everybody doing? Uh, turned off now. Yeah, no well, maybe a little bit. Um, as you can hear, uh, Dean was uh, unavailable. He's uh, attending a Christmas party in downtown Toronto where uh, um, he told me they they are looking for some homeless guy that kind of looks like Jesus and they're going to crucify him to see what happens. Um, that's just made up. But You should see the sideways look I'm giving him right now. But he was what was funny was when I, I sent Dean a text a little while ago, He's like, it's okay, bro, go. Like, he's already fucking just ripped. 
That does <laughs> not surprise me. Whenever parties he I has used... some pretty epic uh, holiday he... party stories like yeah. no one else I've met, really. Well, I remember, I think it was the one last year where he said he just kind of woke up at home. Or no, he woke up, the Uber driver woke him up. Mm-hmm. So like, you're in your driveway. He's like, huh? Yep. He had no fucking idea how he got there. Yep. So yeah. Classic Dean. <laughs> Classic Dean, that's right. <laughs> Once a year. That's right. He's evil enough for all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we got uh, not a fuck ton. Of stories to get to, but we do have some audio that we didn't get to you uh, two weeks ago because Dean has kids and they ruin everything. So uh, we postponed the audio, but uh, don't worry, uh, we'll make up for it. We got an extra coach, Dave, who's always fun, and he's fuck, he's super mad in this one. He's super mad at the Jews. That's oh. all I'm gonna say. Oh, he's super mad at the Jews. Super fucking mad. Damn. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, we got a little Kanye. Yeah. That shit writes itself, bro. It does. But, oh, speaking of writing, so let's, why don't we just dump, jump uh, right into it? So, because you said the shit writes itself. So, this story is from uh, The Independent. And so, Kanye has, and I'm, but I'm pretty sure this is a, a goof story, but it was too fun not to talk about. So, Kanye replaces every mention of God in the new book of Yeezus Bible. With his own name. Like actual Kanye or Yeezy or whatever? Whatever. I don't know what that is. There's so many, it's hard to keep track. What, what is it? What is a Yeezy? That's what he calls himself. Oh, really? I had no idea. Yeah. He's not relevant. He's not well. Yeah. He likes to think he's like super relevant, right? He, he, he basically... <laughs> <laughs> he basically was ready to deep throat Trump for, you know, for something to do. And now he's moved on to Chicklets. Oh, sorry, you don't know who that is. Joe Olstein. Oh, yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I call him Chicklets. Right. So, okay, so this story is from The Independent. Everyone knows the rapper uh, has an ego, um, but nobody, th- nobody thinks he would have actually done this. Um, he, he may be known for his admittedly massive ego, but surely even Kanye West could not have seen himself replacing God in the Bible. The Holy Book's Genesis has been reworked uh, for a modern-day Bible dubbed the Book of Jesus, And believe it or not, every mention of God has been changed to the rapper's name. Um, it, it, I don't even know what to say to that, but it, it, it doesn't Isn't surprise... is that like blasphemy writ large? Like, I mean, aren't there people who won't even, like, spell out God in its entirety because you can't even write that out? No. Um, Have you seen that? Like, G-blank, like, G-D... No, 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 and in fact, it's funny because even like uh, like on Twitter, and I'm I am a fan of the twit, or um, there. Why would you tweet? <laughs> yeah, um, but there's like for instance, Answers in Genesis is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Will constantly put you know questioning God's design and writes it all out and stuff like that. And whether they say God or Yahweh or um, uh, sometimes you know they even say Jehovah, uh, which is depending on what version you're reading. God's name in the Bible. Uh, no, no. In fact, it's actually, I'm, I'm I've just never it heard that before. Because I have the world at my fingertips. Yes. And it's actually something that's uh, associated with Judaism. And oh, it's interesting. It's a way to avoid writing the name of a God to avoid the risk of the sin of erasing or defacing the name. So, yeah, it's G D. Yeah, you know me. Sorry. <laughs> that's, <laughs> funny. Yeah. that's funny. That's funny. 
But that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, so there, some people are religious enough where they won't even write the entire name God. So to actually swap it out with your own name or Yeezy or Yeezes or Kanye or whatever. Yeah. That's a whole new level of. I'd love to see what like, you know, the Amish community thinks of it. They'll never know. They'll never know. Exactly. <laughs> like, they'll never Unless know. Unless someone Kanye writes exists. it on a tablet and throws it on their doorstep. <laughs> they just won't know. They're safe. Yeah, oh, Amish sounds pretty good to me right now. To live in a world without Kanye, yeah, and cell phones. Forget and I take cell it phones, back. Mm-hmm. hair dryers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simpler yeah. times. Simpler times. Simpler times. No, mm-hmm. no. Anyway, we, we are words. we are too. We I think we are living in the right. If anything, we're living too early. Because like I would love. Could you imagine? Oh, here we go. Could you imagine sorry, having? I started this. <laughs> having a holodeck. No, we were actually talking today. One of my colleagues at work is having problems with her knee, and she's a like an aerobics instructor at night. She's super fit. She's like 66, 67 years old, like super fit, super active, but her knee's been bugging her. And she's like, I wish they had one of those little Star Trek things. And I'm like, a tricorder? She's like, yeah, that's it. Yep. We'd know right away what was wrong, and it could fix it. Yep. I don't know. That would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A holodeck would be pretty awesome. Holodeck would but you be know awesome. what? If you think social media is bad for what it's done to people and their, you know, their sense of self and mental health, etc., imagine how fucked up a holodeck would make all of us. Oh yeah. There would be some people, I'm just looking sideways. There would like there would be some people who would just be on the holodeck getting fucking, you know, having hookers and blow all the time. Why are you looking sideways? Well, because it might be me. <laughs> <laughs> But there would be, seriously, there would be people who'd be like, it's like, why is, why is Jim scheduling so much holodeck time? You know, and you can put like a special fucking security lock on or some seriously, shit. I don't even man, know if you see, can do that. All advanced technology is going to be a good thing for, for actual human people. But it wouldn't be real blow, right? It's the same as synthol. Oh, enough. It's the same as synthol, right? So does that mean it's not cheating then? Oh, no. Well, would we call that cheating? <laughs> I, I think, yes. I think it would still be cheating if the person was in was in a relationship. I think that would still be cheating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're the one who writes the book and puts your own name in it for cheating because you have all the rules. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway. So, yeah, I thought that was... We digress. That's interesting. Um, here's, a, here's an interesting little piece. Um, not to be... Uh, te- I don't think Texas can ever be outdone for its backwards thinking. It's... There's a lot of competition. I know, but... Okay, so here. All right, so... McLennan County Justice of the Peace, Diane Hensley, that's our dog, um, told uh, told the Texas Commission on Judicial Conduct, Conduct that even though marriage equality is the law of the land, she has taken matters into her own hands based on her conscious conscience and religion. So she will not marry same-sex couples because... She's a judge, you say? Yeah, hmm. because God and reasons. Finn thinks that is outrageous. Exactly, he's walking he away. He is just he's, right pissed off. He's left the building. He is going to protest. Yeah. Um, so now, in Texas, justice of the peace do not have to perform weddings, but... They can do it to bring in extra income for themselves. Okay. Yeah. However, Hensley has been continuing to perform only opposite-sex weddings since the Supreme Court ruling on same-sex marriage. 
She's previously spoken out about refusing to perform same-sex marriages in the article uh, Waco Tribune Herald. That's just, yeah, exactly. Uh, in 2017, in which she said, I'm entitled to accommodations just as much as anyone else. Um, I don't disagree with that. Um, now, and the reason, okay, so there's a couple things. One, she's a bigot. Um, but because she doesn't have to do it in performance of her duties, okay, she doesn't get to make the extra money, right? Yeah, but, but she's not actively refusing someone. Like if she, it's not like what's her like fuck. The cake bakers and Kim Davis. And, and Kim shit. Davis and stuff like that, right? Who, well, who Kim actually. Kim Davis was a barrier to the marriage even being happen, able to happen in the first place. Exactly. She the licenses. Exactly. Because she could actually stop the process from even starting. Right. Whereas someone could just say, well, okay, f- uh, fuck you very much. I just go somebody else mm-hmm. and somebody else can marry me. Um, so, Maybe that's not such a big deal, but it's, it also still just puts a sign on, you know, you and the place you live and uh, fucking like Waco Tribune, whatever dudes, but, um, that you are just still so fucking backwards, still just so fucking backwards. It's unbelievable. I mean, there's a huge, uh, an unfortunately huge contingent of people out there that agree with her still. Yeah. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. Big time. It truly is. What's in that Amazon box? Um, not for your eyes. Oh? Yeah. Fan, stick your face in there. Nice. Could happen. Oh my Could God, he's going to do it. He's Finn. sniffing. <laughs> he's sniffing the box. Anyway, carry on. What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, okay. So this, our next story is from the progressive secular humanist blogs okay. uh, over at Patheos. Um, and, and this is just, well, it won't, it won't surprise you doesn't surprise me anymore. Honestly, these things don't surprise me anymore. I'm trying to remember the last time something actually surprised me. Um, well, here we go. Televangelist Acton Bowen pleads guilty to sexually abusing multiple children. Oh, you should put this on Facebook. 28 kids or something? 28 charges mm-hmm. of raping and sexually assaulting multiple children between the ages of 12 and 16. Today is not the day that I am surprised. Yeah. Um, before his arrest in 2018, Bowen was host to, um, to Crossroads TV, a global broadcast reaching millions every <laughs> week. Yeah. Um, and Alabama, so basically the, uh, the, this is part of the police report and Alabama, 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 I should just go into, <laughs> no, the, don't do it. I no. should just go no. into the Southern and then this would solve all of the problems. It wouldn't maybe for you, but the rest An of us Alabama have to to evangelist you. pleaded guilty this morning. An Alabamaist. Yeah, Alabama evangelist pled guilty this morning in a Utoa County courtroom to 28 counts of sexual abuse involving six victims. So he didn't he didn't he didn't fuck 28 kids. He right. Yeah. Although multiple times multiple times Six for seven. for some of them, not all of them mm. were assaulted multiple times. Um, Paul Acton Bowen, charged in both Jefferson County and Etowah counties, is facing criminal charges including enticing a child for a sexual act, everybody's favorite sodomy, traveling to How meet is that still a- illegal. I don't know. I mean, come on. Unless you're like between the ages of 12 and 16 and then I'm all for it. Yeah. Traveling to meet a child for a sexual act. That's a charge? Yep. That's actually a charge? Traveling to meet a child for a sexual act? 
Don't you remember that's what Shaq was doing when, when Shaq had that whole thing when he was helping to bust pedophiles on the internet? And he would, he would pose as a young child. And then he would, there was a thing that almost went to TV. It's like an internet thing. And he would, he was helping some police I'm station. Sorry, I'm, I'm stuck at the whole thing of Shaq posing as a child. Well, but I'm obviously like there's on like the a, phone or a on synthesizer the or something. or something like that. Yeah. He's like, damn, knock, knock. they grow them big wherever <laughs> you're from. In. Yeah. Uh, and then he would go off with the police and stuff and help them do whatever they were doing. So mm-hmm. apparently like, it's like conspiracy too or something, or basically you've agreed to the act. So interesting. Yeah, something like that. Traveling too. That's yeah. news to me. Not something new every day. And sexual abuse involving six different victims between the ages of 12 and 16, the Gaddison Times reports. <laughs> Acton Bowen on Monday pleaded guilty to all 28 charges related to the sexual abuse of six boys in the ages of 12 and 16. Most were contacted through his ministry to young people. Now, that's really interesting because not only is mm-hmm. he a gay but he's also abusing kids. So depending on what flavor of does, how hot do the ovens go in hell? Cause like, not only is he like abusing kids, not that it's real, not only is he abusing kids, but he's also gay at the same time. So he's dead in Leviticus, but in fairness to him, there is no actual commandment against sexual abuse there's actually no commandment anywhere in the Bible for the protection of children. Psalm you know 121.6. What? what does that say? When God like talks about all the things you can and cannot do and didn't think he had to put that one in there. Well, that's a, that's a funny thing. There's this, there's lots of things you can Google, you know, secular 10 commandments, stuff like that. Christopher Hitchens talked about it a lot saying, you know, it's like the, if, if you look at the Decalogue, all you have to do is take out, cause it, well, what he talks about, he says, he says basically the first the first four have nothing to do with morality whatsoever. They're all basically like, I'm God, don't fuck with me, don't piss me off, I'll squish you like a fucking bug. Um, There's only three that have anything to do with anything like a a law, so don't steal, um, don't uh, kill, and don't um, bear false witness, because that's a crime, you know, depending on what you're doing. But, you know, uh, honoring your parents. Well, what if your parents were, what if your parents were fucking this guy? Yeah, exactly. Or something like that. Like he doesn't deserve any honor. Coveting my neighbor's wife. Yeah. Coveting. So coveting, which is, which is really ironic when you look at American society, because coveting is like, could be labeled as the basis for their entire capitalist culture. You know, it's like, Oh, keeping up with the Joneses, stuff like that. So anyway, uh, but so with this whole secular 10 commandments, what people have said is just take out any one of the first four and replace it with, uh, don't abuse kids and, you know, you know, treat women fairly. And you've already made this drastic improve, like you've improved upon it a hundredfold, mm. just changing two of them. So, yeah. So he'd be, he's not going to be popular. Well, he will be popular in jail, but not for the reasons he wants to be. Because mm. it's funny, like there's this whole. Does he have a family? Like, is he married? Does he have kids of his own? Like, it I always, say. I always wonder in situations like this because those are the people I always feel the worst for, I've, the victims notwithstanding. Like, yeah. let's not, let's not, you know, minimize that by any stretch of the imagination. But I often wonder the people left behind in these situations. Did they know? Did they have any idea? Was it so well hidden? You know that that this was a completely different person doing completely different. Right. You know, acts with people completely outside the norm. Like, I don't know. I always wonder. I feel badly for them. Especially when someone is so public. 
Like you have to imagine that their family, especially if they had the picture perfect Norman Rockwell. White Southern yeah. family, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, mm-hmm. but. Anyway. It's Alabama, it's a Southern. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did I say Texas? No. No. Mm. no, you said you said White Southern. Southern, okay. And I was just saying it is Alabama, so. It has had some wines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, that's an interesting, scary mm. shit. Yeah, those poor kids. They'll yeah. never recover. They'll never be whole. Okay, so um, oh, so, so for everybody who's who's listening, um, I love my wife dearly. Uh-oh. But there's a butt coming. So much. However. Oh, <laughs> nice skirt. Yes. Um, she doesn't have the constitution for 90 minute podcasts. So, <laughs> so this will be a, a shorter episode. We're only, we're only at 21 minutes. I told him you, I said you had until eight o'clock, which was an hour and 20 minutes. This, we still have audio. We'll Dude, fine. you still I'm have 58 minutes. And the more you prattle on about me not wanting to be here for longer, the less time. Right. So this is our last story before we get into the audio. The audio is like super, mixing it up a bit. The you don't like fun. giving your audience like a little, what's coming next? I don't no, know. No, we always do the audio together. Audio stories. I no. want to mix it up a bit. No. What do you guys think? Yeah. Email us at the... <laughs> I forget how he says it. Oh, no. Send us an email to caarogers.com or message us on Twitter. Hit us up the on the old un- Twitter machine. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. whole intro thing. Except I find your Twitter handle very hard to remember. At the underscore ca underscore podcast. Yeah. Well, if you just followed. I did. Oh, I do. Okay. But that doesn't mean I find. Anytime I go looking for you, it's harder to find. Yeah, it is. It wasn't easy to get one. There was lots of stuff that was already well, going. Well, it's because you chose The Canadian Atheist as your title. Yeah. There are other ones out there that have very similar ones. Oh, well. Exactly. I like ours more. These are the consequences of your decision, son. Yes. <laughs> Isn't this fun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm never coming on again. He's going to be like, no, I don't need you, babe. It's all good. Dean can come next year. <laughs> It'll be fun. It actually, what well, podcast? No, it's only, no, we still have to do a couple more. Oh, so I'm still waiting to hear back from Tom and Cecil from Cognitive Dissonance because I invited them on for our 100th episode. Oof. It'll be good because we're, we're coming up. I know. Coming up quickly. Will there be cake? Um, maybe. Mm. Maybe. It's, cake is always, when asked will there be cake, the answer is always an unequivocal yes. Okay, then yes. I'm not getting it for you. <laughs> so nice. You know. <laughs> nice. I'm busy. Okay, so uh, th- listen. This is this is this is interesting. It, what? Okay, so outside of the pictures that everybody sees of white Jesus, mm. right? Because we know that's not. Even if he was a historical figure, mm-hmm. he was a brown dude, right? Mm-hmm. Based on where he lived. Yeah, based on first century Palestine, he was a brown dude. Mm-hmm. Um, however, do you think he was a a man of great stature? Like height? Yeah. Like, do you think he was, you know, like, because like some of the pictures you see. He's all tall and lanky. Okay. But some of the pictures you see are like, you know, kind of like, well, you know, kind of withering and, you know. Hipster. Yeah. But you would think that as the son of God, and some people say, you know, the basically God made flesh, he'd have some sick pack and he'd have some fucking, he'd be built. Well, I think they had gyms back then. Yeah, Where was he going to go pump iron? He was a carpenter. He could just lift trees. Um, okay. <sighs> Prophet. 
he be Joshua of the, and this is a mouthful, the synagogue church of all nations. I feel like that covers almost all the things. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, yeah. He, quote, I have seen Jesus. Oh. And he is very tall. Look, look, it's Jesus. It's (laughs) Jesus. And he is very tall. I wonder if it's one of those things like when you're leaving a store and there's that there's that uh, marker on the side. Well, you know how how tall was the guy? Oh, he was six. He was about oh, here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Mm. How did he? You know, it's like because because perspective is everything, right? So if you're seeing someone from far away, they can look like an action figure, right? They're only this tall. I'm holding my hands up about three inches. Yeah. Um, but if you see someone like right up close, like your 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 dad, right? Mm-hmm. He is. Six foot five, six foot six. He's a a strapping man. Mm -hmm. But if he's 500 yards away, right, he Mm -hmm. looks like a garden gnome. Well, no, because he's on a walker, so he's good. I get where you're going. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wonder. If he's 500 yards away, you're not going to see him for three days. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because he's in a walker and he takes a while to get where he's going. Unless we're driving him somewhere. True story. Uh, Okay. So. So Jesus was a tall man. Jesus was a tall man. And. To this guy. Yeah. And uh, he, apparently, Jesus replaced his heart with a Bible. I don't even know what whose that heart? means. The guy who saw him or Jesus is his heart? No, this guy, TB Joshua. So Jesus said, you won't be needing this anymore. Reached exactly. him and stole his heart and put a Bible where it was? Yep. yep. Damn, Daniel. Yep. The Nigerian televangelist delivered this spine. Is he related to the Nigerian prince that keeps <laughs> wanting to send me money? Exactly. Because that's a story I believe almost as much as this one. That's right. Um, delivered this spine-chilling revelation in a rare sermon that he shared on his Emmanuel TV official YouTube channel. Shocker. There's another thing that's interesting, right? Um, the Bible says that, you know, so-and-so will bear a child and the child will be called Emmanuel, right? Well, that didn't happen. So the, people talk about fulfilled prophecy all the time, mm. but Jesus wasn't ever called Emmanuel, right? The Bible mm. says, deliver a child and be called Emmanuel. Never happened. Anyway. Um, I saw the apostles and prophets of the, of the old with someone who, whose head I could not see because he was so tall. It, it was, was John the Baptist. That's right. <laughs> there was no head. It was like he was in heaven and suspended. This, I believe, was our Lord, Jesus Christ, sitting in their midst. I also saw myself in their midst. So it's like you're looking at yourself third person? Yeah. Cool story, bro. Unless this is some kind of crazy Nigerian translation that... <laughs> That um, Google Translate, yeah, very, exactly. Very badly took care of. Yeah, that's Jesus is a tall man. Hmm. I don't buy that. What's the average height? You know everything. You can look everything up. What's the What's the average height of a Palestinian in those times? Well, I don't know. In general, you like you know how you can see like indexes for you know people from. Uh, you know, it's like people from the Nordic countries versus North America versus uh, um, Asia, China, places like that. What the average heights of people are? I'm wondering what the average height of someone from the Middle East is. The average height for a Palestinian male is 
uh, tends to be around 175 centimeters. I like this response. Then the older population tend to be quite short, even reaching 160 centimeters. So apparently they shrink. Oh, okay. That's all I got. Are Palestinian people tall? Generally, they're pretty short. Okay. So answered anonymous on Quora, which is my, like, <laughs> the other part of where the universe goes to die. Yeah. Or the internet, I should say. Oof. Oh, average male heights by country. Let's Who's look. the tallest? Like, well, this, dude, you know how many countries there are? This is just literally a table. Oh. Can I, I can't sort by this. Oh, I can. Hang on. I may answer your question, sir. Coming in at a whopping 1.84 meters tall, which of course means nothing, 6.025 feet, guess. Um, the raptors. <laughs> you hear me roll my eyes? Guess. Uh, Sweden. No. They don't even make the top 10. Really? Nope. Um, You're not far off, but no. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Switzerland. No. Germany. No, they're fourth. Norway. Three. Yeah. Um, France. No, hell no. Okay, I give up. You're in the right corner of the world. Okay. Generally speaking, kind of. Not really. Netherlands. Oh, okay. That was going to be my Denmark, next guess. And then Norway and Germany. They're very close. Very, very close. So. Germany, all the Vikings. All those, all those, exactly. 5'11 versus 6 feet. Oh, we got to watch Vikings. I know. I knew you were going to say that, too. Everything's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. See, now who has a hard stop at 8 o'clock? Um, <sighs> well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now... Oh, you know what else we should talk about? Because it is December. What? The war on Christmas. That no one's talked about it all this year because it hasn't been a thing? Um. Well, it's it's it it, it usually starts around the, f- the first part of December, right? I haven't really heard anything about it. Have you? Um. It hasn't started to come out yet. Which That's what is, I just said. Which is odd, because I'm, I'm kind of surprised. But here's the thing. So, how do you typically respond to someone greeting you over the season? I say happy holidays. I have to. Yeah? Yep. I mean, if it's family or friends or something, I'll absolutely say Merry Christmas. But if it's anything outside of that, I have to say happy holidays. But what if they, uh, what if they respond to you? Like, what if they say, oh, Shannon... Merry Christmas. Can it you happened. respond to them in yeah, kind? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It happened today as I was, as we had donors that came in, they were doing a check presentation and as they were leaving, oh, I saw that like, picture. you know, have a great holiday, you know, congratulations, thanks for everything. And she said, Merry Christmas. And my brain said, happy holidays because I'm at work. And I'm, yeah, see in that moment and I had a long, crazy day and a migraine all day. So my brain was like, just say words and hope they're the right ones. Um, but I could have, in that case, completely yeah. without any issues, said Merry Christmas. Yeah. But because if someone says Happy Hanukkah to you, you're not going to say Merry Christmas. No. Right. But if someone says Merry, but if somebody says Happy Hall, like because I try to respond in kind, right? Sure. Whatever they say to me, that's what I say back. Yep. Because you figure that's the safest, right? And I mean, there's a part of me like if I'm at Walmart and if I'm leaving somewhere and I want to say Merry Christmas to someone, I would hope that they could respond to me with a you know. Happy Kwanzaa, like whatever it is they may be celebrating because sure. that's the point, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I actually find it's been, there hasn't been any kind of kerfuffle around the Starbucks red cups this year. Like a lot of the things that come up yeah. haven't really bubbled to the surface. 
the best one. Why. I don't know. The best one is still is from last year. Mm. Josh Fierstein. <laughs> He's a bucket of chuckles. No one likes the sound of his voice like he does. Um, he was really funny because he was holding up the cups. And he thought he was, so there were two videos he put out last year. The one was like, I went in and I, I said, you know, who's this drink for? And they said, and I said, Merry Christmas. So when they gave me my drink, they had to say Merry Christmas. And he thought he was, you know, the, the smartest man ever to ever walk the earth. Um, and the one after that was he was in this huge outrage, right? Red cups, blah, 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 Merry Christmas, this and the other thing. And so he was spouting off all this stuff. And he holds up a cup and he says, he says, but I can say whatever I want because this is America and I have freedom of speech. He's like, and my First Amendment right is protected by my Second Amendment. And he holds up a fucking gun. He's sitting in his car and he holds up a fucking gun saying, my, and, you know, protected by my Second Amendment right. And people are like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you driving around with a fucking cannon in your car for? Sweet Jesus. I mean, yeah. You know, pick the hill you want to die on. I mean, you and I have had this conversation a thousand times because you can get you can get kind of outraged on stuff too. I mean, you you love it. Not it doesn't end up with you in a car holding up a gun. That's let's true. Say. Thank goodness. Yeah. But G- give me an example. Okay, here. Like in all honesty, we're gonna we're gonna turn this into a fucking every family DMD feud. when you tell me about your Twitter responses on Answers to Genesis. Yeah, but they deserve it. And <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, but and I bet Josh would say the same thing about Starbucks. Yeah, he can go fuck his hat. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it, it. Okay, so give me an example. So outside of answering Genesis, I was low hanging fruit. It was too easy because we were just talking about it. Give me an example of something that, and I honestly don't care what it is. I'm not. You know, I don't edit anything, and I don't care. We're not going to turn this into a big, you know, domestic uh, dispute episode. <laughs> but tell me something that I like get you know, elevated about that you think to use your word a second ago is not a hill worth dying on. Um, so, you know, the, the, what you told me just this afternoon, you went to the bank, you held the door open for a woman, the woman walked through and you said, I think the words you're looking for are thank you, which I think is reasonable. Um, because I have been known to say the same things myself. And then when she looked at you or something, or her husband asked you, what are you talking about? And what was the rest of what you said? Well, so, so, okay. So, so I'll tell the whole story. Basically what, what, um, what Shan just said, basically I was going to the bank and I opened and there was, so there's exterior doors and interior doors and the interior doors, there's a couple leaving. Um, and so the, the, who I'm assuming husband, uh, opens the door for wife, wife walks through. So I'm me a nice guy. And I open the exterior door. She walks through like I'm a fucking door opening peasant peon doesn't look up, doesn't do anything, not, not a thank you, not a kiss my ass, nothing. And so I just like, uh, and I was like, not today, Satan. And I said, you know, I think the word you were looking for was thank you. And she turned around and gave me this disgusting look. And I'm like, Dave, if you're being ignorant, what do you expect? And then her husband says, Hey, we're talking to my wife. And I'm like, Hey man, you have to live with her. I don't. And there it is, folks. Question asked, answered, and delivered. Is this the hill you want to die on? I'm like, I said to him, if anyone had said something like that to me in front of you, you would have lost your shit. And his response was, well, you would have said thank you, so it wouldn't have been an issue, which is also very true. Exactly. But, but, is that the hill you want to die on? Is a little bit of common courtesy, and just because she's some twat, waffly... (laughs) unhappy lady who can't even look up and say thank you when someone holds up a door yeah 
Doesn't mean you need to get into a potential oh, there school, public squabble. There wasn't really a squabble. Like nothing was said. So basically I I said that to the guy and the guy just walked away. Like mm-hmm. he didn't say anything else. I didn't say mm-hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I just went inside. Mm-hmm. No big deal. But, no hill to die on. Nobody died on a hill. Yeah. But even saying anything in the first place. And she, then saying the next thing. She deserved <laughs> and it. And then saying the next thing. She deserved it. You could have stopped at any one of those. I could have. didn't. I could have. Yeah, you're right. I totally could have stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Didn't want to. So there's your example. Okay. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, hey, so uh, did you see the thing on uh, Facebook that uh, Candace Cameron Burr in a... Beret. Whatever. She's married to Pavel Burr. Who cares? I think um, Nobody cares. And she does. Yeah, maybe. In a lovely, if you see the picture, she was wearing a the lovely... The Salvation Army, the denim jumpsuit? The denim jumpsuit. That yeah. was super sexy. Striking. Super sexy. Um, saying, talking basically about, you know, doubling donations and stuff like that and this and the other thing because the Salvation Army is back in full swing. Fuck the Salvation Army. Fuck them up their stupid asses, to quote Jay and Silent Bob. Mm. Um, it's Valerie Burry, not Pavel. I knew it was wrong. Okay. Carry on. Is he a hockey player too? Uh, or was he? So. Yep. Sorry, what's his name? Pa- Valerie Bure. Valerie Bure. Mm-hmm. It's not Boer. It's Bure. Oh, okay. Or Bure, depending on who you're talking to. At any, if you're watching any of the Hallmark movie advertisements, they call her Candace Cameron Bure. But I think in a Pavel Bure is different. Anyway. Oh, okay. Fuck the Salvation Army. <laughs> so glad we had this talk. Uh, no, uh, because okay. So it's all this talk, right? And it, there's been a few companies now that I've talked about it. Chick-fil-A has talked about how they're not um, supporting anti-LGBT people, uh, organizations with uh, donations and stuff anymore. But, and I said this to you before, it's like, no, 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 no. Pony up and start supporting pro-LGBT. Like, you've done so much damage mm. with all the donations that you've given all these people who are trying to suppress the rights of people who just want to live their fucking lives. It's time for you to pony up and donate to pro-LGBT causes to try to make amends, basically. It's just never going to happen. Of course not. Never. So fuck them. Well, yes, and Pavel and Valerie were brothers. Oh, really? I'm glad we straightened that out. And he played hockey, too. Mm-hmm. They're Russian, so they're hacking the election. Oh, right. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she responsible for that too? Maybe that's who Giuliani's over there visiting right now. She, no, it's the Ukraine, bro. Or whatever. No, she and Valerie own a winery. That's way more about her than I ever wanted to know. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So that's my... Right. Crap I didn't want to know today. <clears throat> so, now we go to our, our audio. We've okay. got one, two, three, four. We've only got five. Sweet Jesus, you got 40 minutes. Me, 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 How me. long are the clips? Hmm? Um, oh, they're just minutes. Just minutes. The longest one is 4 minutes and 28 seconds. Good Lord. And then there's... Um, Can we just play them? Cause... Oh, you're, you're, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so here's the, here's the first one. This, this story is... Well, we should have covered it last time because it was like super relevant at that time. Mm-hmm. But this is the dude who was calling um, for people to kill... Uh, for God to kill Sarah Silverman. Oh, right. Yes. He's a, a lovely gentleman. His name is Adam Fanny. Whatever. He was bullied as a child. Probably. Well, with a name like Fanny. Hey, man. I'd have bullied him. <laughs> <laughs> of course not, but whatever. Okay, here we go. 
anti-Christian, anti-God. You know, they're, they're willing to put Jesus to death again. You heard this comedian. So now, if you're, if you're, Judaism is the oldest of the monotheisms. To call them anti-God is just factually stupid. Anti-your God, or the God you like, or the kind of God you like. Right, okay. They killed Jesus again. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going back for that shit again. Fuck those guys. My hands are just healing. Hmm. And Sarah Silverman, you guys know what I'm talking about? She brags about it. I do it again. Listen, she is a witch. She is a Jezebel. She is a God-hating whore of Zionism. I hope that God breaks her teeth out and she dies. She is a wicked person. and she. Oh, he's super mad. I like that. And God breaks her teeth out and she dies. Like, does he expect her to die from missing teeth? Or is that a, that's a significant escalation of the situation? Yeah. I mean, regardless, you know, making light of it, it's horrific. And geez, Louise. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, wouldn't you think that like, we can, we're going to kill you. So we're going to forgo the breaking your teeth. I, I, got, I got nothing. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to say. No. So, okay, I, with all of the um, debates that I've watched, uh, some, of my, some of my favorite, one of my favorite debates with Christopher Hitchens was when he was um, debating a guy named uh, Rabbi Shmuley Boteic. Um, you know, super orthodox, you know, like stuff. And I don't think that Rabbi Boteic would approve of Sarah Silverman, mm. right? So I mean to say, oh, you know, like this, you know, f- you know, fav- favorite person of the of the Jew, the quote unquote Jews and stuff like that. No, like, I mean, she she makes as much fun of Judaism as she does, and she's probably, I mean, well, I mean, she's an atheist, so she may well be culturally Jewish, right? And some of the observances and stuff like that, but she's clearly not, you know, doing. Religiously so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing whatever the religious Jews do when they do the religious Jewish things. I don't know what they are. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make them laugh and then diss Jesus. And try to take away the respect for Jesus. And listen, we have to be on... Yeah. Um, dissing Jesus. I love that. He throws in some street at the end. Oh my dissing Jesus. That's funny. Um... Mm. So it will break up Coach Dave a little bit. Um, this one's kind of this one's although this one is is still on the 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 uh, the Jewish theme. So then we'll maybe the oh no Jim Baker, he's always good for a laugh. I can't believe he's still alive. What no? What I can't believe and we talked about that we've talked about this many times is the unbelievable selective memory. Mm. This dude went to jail. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's a felon, mm-hmm. and went to jail for like what was it tax evasion? So like I mean, structuring whatever it is they call it. Uh, but you know, comes out says you know I'm I'm free. God changed me. This and the other thing, and the fucking people just line up to buy his buckets of slop. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. So gross. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's do Baker Boy then. <laughs> Here we go. Now this this is important, right? Because um, obviously, um, God 
from what this story says, God is like super in favor of Donald Trump. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people saying that. And Ugh. and and Jim's going to tell us why. Okay. Do you want to see a chart that you blow your mind? Uh, I just got this from one of my uh, newsmen here in in the staff. You see that? You see what this is? This is the lowest earthquake. Look, we're going along with earthquakes. This is so. So for everybody who obviously can't see this, because <laughs> we're an audio uh, podcast, um, uh, Baker Boy is holding up a sheet of paper that, you know, just sheet of paper that has a bunch of lines, it has an, an x-axis and a y-axis, and a bunch of lines going across it with years and stuff like that. And yeah, so that's what he's talking about. There's earthquakes. And then look at, look at down here. Amazing. You want to know what that is? That's the election of Donald Trump. I love all the sounds. Why would there be a dip in the earthquakes at the time of the election? Why would there be less earthquakes there? Well, um, I'm I'm not a I'm not a geologist. Jim, welcome to the spelling bee. Your word is coincidence <laughs> um could you use it in a sentence i i just i mean uh, let's like say you know you ruined my joke i was gonna say i'm not a co- oh. i'm not a geologist i just play one on tv <sighs> mine was <sighs> better yeah yours was better mm-hmm. you're funnier than i am i know so <laughs> humble too true story um but it, it okay so there happened to be fewer tectonic shifts in that particular time. How, how is it determined? Like what I would say to him, he wouldn't have an answer for it, of course. But if I had the capacity to talk to him and say, how did you determine it was the election of Donald Trump over, oh, I don't know, fucking anything else? Mm-hmm. How did you make that determination? Causation versus correlation. Yes. Um, so you know, you gotta you gotta do this more often. You know all the words. <laughs> um, I'm still googling what Jim Baker was actually convicted for. Yeah, I mean he paid hush money to a church secretary for an alleged rape, oh. which is why he resigned. Jessica Hahn, that was old Jessica Hahn. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he went to revelations of accounting fraud brought about his conviction, imprisonment, and divorce. Yeah, there you go. He later remarried and returned to televangelism, where he founded his new ministry. Yep. And it focuses on the end of days and return of Christ. Enter bucket of slop. Enter bucket of slop. Yep. And water bottles. Um, okay, so now, okay, so we'll break up. That's one. That's two. Uh, so now we'll have a coach, Dave. And this goes. This this uh, goes back to. Um, he, yeah, he's fucking super mad. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who's listening now, you may want to either like take out your earbud a little bit or turn the turn the the volume on your device down a little bit. Because Dave is super mad. Super mad. Check this out. Um, basically, well, I'll just let him say it for us. <laughs> I want to know how many more tours of Israel people can have. Now, I don't have any problem going to Israel. But folks, it ain't the physical Jew. We are, we are, we are children of the king. I'm a child of the king. I'm more precious in the eyes of my Savior than any bloodline Jew that was ever born. I'm sorry if you don't like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have a terrible... 
He said that out loud. Wow. Yep. Identity crisis. We are desiring somehow to become Jewish again. I don't, I don't know how that's happened to us. Yep. I have no desire to be Jewish. Like, where does that even come from as a thing? He's going to tell us. If so, they're doing something right. He's going to tell <laughs> us. Amen. So clearly, as I was out there, and I was listening to the Sabbath, and I was thinking about my He's about own to get upbringing, super how many mad. people I know are focused on Israel and on the Jews, and we don't even we don't even know who we are. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Not greater is he that is in Israel than he that is in us. Greater is he that is in us. We, Christian Americans. I don't even know what he's saying. <coughs> he's super fucking mad. I don't even know what he's saying. He, he gets to the point, other than the one on the top of his head. And if we could focus on who we are as child, children of the king, much of this stuff that we see going on around us would end. Would end. If we realized who we are. What stuff? Who we represent. Whose voice we are. Sit down today, if you will. Turn on some talk radio or whatever. And you just watch how many times you hear, hear about Israel and the Jews. He's right straight back up with- What? I have to cough. Oh, we have to cough. Okay, so I'm going to pause. Hang on. <laughs> and now back to our regularly scheduled program. Sorry, I had to cough. Okay, we'll get back to... Sorry, Jim. That's okay. Actually, I'm not. Dave. Oh, my. Dave. Dave. I'm in Galatians 3. We got an identity crisis, my boys. See, the Jews should be begging to become Christians. The Jew- And there it is. Wow. <laughs> Begging to become Christians. And the Jews are like, no, thanks. We good. Yep. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. No. Bye. Yep. Bye. What, what, that, what's the point? What's the point in trading one delusion for another? Well, that's your vantage point, but. Oh, no. They're, they're all just, they're all just stories. Okay. Well, we, we talked about this and I've been going, this is what I've been going back and forth with people on Twitter. Right? Oh, Bible, Bible, Bible. I don't, it doesn't matter. Torah, if you want to just take the Pentateuch, if you want to take the first five books. The first five books have some of the biggest fucking outright lies in them. Really? Fuck yeah. Day three. Right? Wow. No, day three. Come on. Plants and vegetation, trees with seeds after their kind, right? Mm hmm. Day three. Day four. Two great lights, one to dominate the day and one to dominate the the night. I know we all know. First means you can't have trees and such without photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. And the moon does not create light; it reflects it. What that demonstrates is one: either God is really stupid, or, and this is well, this is more likely. The, the case, and it's something that, that Aaron talks about in Foundational Falsehoods of Creationism. It's very clear that no one, absolutely no one that had anything to do with the composition of that book knew anything about how the earth works in relation to the rest of the cosmos. Well, sure. The Bible talks about... science st- works in yeah. a lot of ways. Like- Stars falling from the sky. That is impossible. Mm-hmm. It is not possible for... They didn't know what a star was. Anyway. I'm getting super mad like Dave Tangent now. alert. Tangent alert. Ah, hang on. Mm. You should be begging to be like us. 
And we can't wait for us to be like them. And we want to go be God's chosen people. Dude, you already are. <laughs> yep. It's actually not true. I didn't get it. Well, okay. I mean, I, I do, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Mm. If, like, assuming he was a real dude, right? Even even the Bible talks about this. Jesus, he was he was a Jew, mm-hmm. right? He 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 was a Jew. Yep. So, it, I there's no way this fucking guy's ever read the Bible. No fucking way. <clears throat> Hang on. Already are work it out. Nothing special about a Jew. Amen. I don't know that. I'm gonna read it to you. How many times does it have to be read to you to you understand? And I've said before we went on the show, if you were on a desert island and a Bible was dropped down by a helicopter onto your... I'd say, thanks a lot. How am I going to fucking eat or drink this? That's what I'd say. <laughs> womp womp. Your lap, and you'd never read it before and you picked it up and read it. You would not find what we see in American Christianity today. You wouldn't find it. Oh, hey. We're consumed with it. Yeah, I'm hot. Catch my breath here. Amen, coach. I'm on it, man, Randy. I'm on it. I don't care. I don't care. Who I tick off? I don't yes, care. Sir. Huh? Who's his yes Come man? on, man. The Jews on him. It's his version of, mm-hmm, that's right. His Ed? Yeah. No, so Jim Baker's new wife. Right, she's always oh. on the TV show, and everything he says is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm, that's right, that's right. And and we've talked about this before. She steps, up, he gives her fucking sideways look, and she shuts the fuck up just mm. like that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, tangent time again. So, um, this I've been watching more videos with this guy, fucking David Lynn, who's the the Toronto mm-hmm. preacher, right? Mm-hmm. The one who's like, hey, you're you're one of the morons who in Young Dun- that guy. Uh, Young Dundas Square. So he he he's very uh, prolific in his production of videos. Mm-hmm. One that I found super interesting. He is an unbelievable misogynist. Unfucking believable. Doesn't surprise me either. He's doing these videos and he's talking about like, you know, like listen, listen, let's just be honest. Let's be straight down to earth. Like, you know, men are better than women. He fucking said that. Dude, he's like, that offends me way more than anyone saying anything about this religion is better than this religion. Like, yeah, meh. And so, you know, he's like, oh, you know, it's like, you know, you, you, know, you put the average man, the average woman, I'm sorry, but, and he says, like, you know, you're going down. Well, that's or, you know, who I, you were listening to the other day. Yeah. I heard that. And I was, my and it's just like, what the, it's like, okay, yes, it is. Wait. No. Tread no, lightly. <laughs> no. It is, it is, it is a fact that the overwhelming majority of men are upper body physically stronger than the average upper body strength of a woman. That can't be reasonably disputed. There are lots of exceptions to that. And, you know, if, if you've got a guy, like if you've got a guy who's built like a brick shithouse and, you know, has shoulders, you know, that go on forever, you take a, you take a woman, you know, who has like a black belt in Taekwondo or something like that, she's still going to kick that guy's fucking ass. So it wouldn't matter how broad your shoulders are. But if you're talking about upper body physical strength, okay, sure, fine. But, but there's so much more to everything than that. And so it just, it just doesn't make any, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like to even, I don't even, how, how did I get onto this? 
you were talking about the dude in Young Dundas Square saying that men were better than women. Right. Um, but it, it's just it's just un, it's just unbelievable. But anyway, um, the last bit of this tangent, then we'll get back to Coach Dave. There's so many rabbit holes in this episode. I can't wait mm. to be king, though. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I just I'm can't. Wait. Yeah, exactly. But no, I can't wait for spring to come. Me neither. Probably I'm, for very different reasons. Because I'm be down Young Dundas Square. Oh, so scope this fucker out. So your principles aren't so strong when it's cold outside. Well, no, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. It's that I'm just joking. Believe me. No, I've I think seen it's, you in action in Young Young Dundas Square. Yeah, I think it's more likely for me to encounter him during those times. Mm-hmm. If I, if, if he would ever, I've sent him messages. <laughs> was that him pinging you back there a couple seconds no, ago? No, it was, it was Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if he got back to me and said, Hey, I'll meet you at Young Dundas Square, blah, blah, blah. We can have a conversation. I'd fucking be there. Oh, I know. I'd fucking be there. I would call in sick and I'd fucking just go down there. What? I totally fucking would. He lives in Toronto. You can meet him anytime. You're not calling in sick to go have it out with a weird me, creeper me, preacher me, 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 dude who has yeah. black and yellow signs. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he was at the Santa Claus Parade. Talked about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so well, enough with Coach Dave being angry. Um, we'll move on to the last one, which is Paula White. Okay, um, Trump's Trump's s- new spiritual advisor. Spiritual advisor. And wait, I need to drink more wine before we talk about this. Yeah. So this is this is four minutes long, and mm. because uh, I know <laughs> because I was too lazy. So this was basically a video, right? Mm-hmm. And there's little excerpts where there's. Um, I encourage you to go look it up. It's on my Facebook page. Just scroll down. You'll find it from a couple weeks ago. Um, But um, there's a couple interludes where there's text flashing up on the screen and a little bit of music playing. Of course, we don't have that here. So just think of it as um, musical interludes brought to you by Michael and Shannon on The Canadian Atheist. Okay. Um, But Can we talk over them instead then? uh, We could talk over them. Maybe in soothing dulcet tones. Um, I don't know if my tones are so dulcet. Yours are. Not so much. Yours are often with a little tinge of angry. Maybe. But you know what would be interesting is um, uh, I could give everybody a sample of your dulcet tones. Uh, That would be fine. Thanks. Just carry on. I have all of your songs. Yeah, this is not the time. It probably violates some SoCan licensing thing if you play something. I love you. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here is Trump's spiritual advisor. And, you know, she's humble, too. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, just listen. So sit back and relax, kids. Yeah, just listen to this. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll stop it. Oh, of times. course you will. I love you. Mm. Wherever I go, God rules. If and there it is, started off. <laughs> so, but but even if God rules, Paula drools. Yeah, but okay, but mm. that's good. Well, um, but in her fantasy land, doesn't he rule anyway? Regardless of whether she is, where she is. But she's always wherever she is, which means God always rules. Wow. That's deep. Well, I mean, shit, wherever I am is all the places I am all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> wherever I am. So to answer your question. There I go. Exactly. <laughs> okay. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. Authority to declare the White House as holy ground because I was standing there, and where I stand is holy. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Yeah, that's pretty intense. I, I, I just um, so here's a Christian who's never read Second Timothy. 
Um, I think that would be the funny, I think that would be the funniest thing would be to get in front of someone like this and say, preaching and stuff. Cause right. So in this video, she's standing on a stage pacing back and fall back and forth, uh, back and forth in front of a a pulpit Mm -hmm. preaching to her, her brainwashed peons. Um, and what would be really funny is just say, Hey, sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Who are you to preach when men are in an audience, sit down and shut up like the Bible says. I that I get I get a little bit of a like of don't, of don't a, say it. I do. <laughs> I get I do I get a little I get a little bit of the yeah. Is your late night fantasies? Yep. <clears throat> Just to, because you know because she doesn't know it. She doesn't know it. Hmm. She knows John three sixteen. That's all wow. she knows. All right, hang on. So now the musical interlude. We are in a spiritual war right now. Let every demonic network that has aligned itself against the purpose, against the calling of President Trump, let it be broken, let it be torn down in the name of Jesus. You want me to tell you what my thoughts are? The thoughts of the King of Kings, the thoughts of the Lord of Lords. I'm downloading heaven. Damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't take credit for this because uh, the first time, the first, so the first time I heard this video was on cognitive dissonance, and I think it was Tom who said after she said, "I'm downloading heaven." He's, he paused. He's like, "He's like, man, I hope she's got a good data plan." I was just gonna say, yeah, exactly, <laughs> something like that. You know, he's like, "I hope you're you on Wi-Fi." Check your download speed. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? Mm. How do you? I, it, it's well, just crap. I mean, well, it's not real, right? Obviously, but I'm downloading it. It's just so stupid. Like it's a podcast you can listen to or something. Yeah. That, but yeah, I, that. Um, okay, here she goes, and that now she's good. She's like she's woohoo, kind of. Like, <laughs> As <laughs> she's speaking in tongues, <laughs> that is mecca like a high, make a honey ho. I literally can't even with this. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's just, it's so outrageous, and it's so, and it just it's so swindly. Like again, I sit back and I think of all the people that are sitting there listening to her. And that are putting all their stock and all of their belief systems and everything into the bullshit that she's downloading. <laughs> yeah. And I, it just, it pains me. Like, you know, I mean, and sadly there's nothing funny about that concept, but just all of these people being sucked into this delusional void. Oh, you want to talk about being sucked in? Listen, she, she gets to something pretty, uh, that'll, that'll, your, your fucking aisle twitch. <laughs> He's going to lose. He's trying to get funky. I kind of know I'm a little bit cute, all right? I am Paula, who is pretty. Well, maybe I'm not going to be pretty when I'm 90 years old. Here's this former messed up Mississippi girl. Lived in a trailer that they called trailer trash. Daddy committed suicide. Got pregnant out of wedlock. Been married. 
been divorced, not just once, you know, twice. People go, well, how'd you become the spiritual advisor of the president? We'll get to that later. It's all in there. Michael Jackson. Oh, that's how you become spiritual advisor to the president. Yeah, I did it. Oh, my God. You can see the look I'm getting right now. Oh, my God. That's right. Mm. That's Okay, obviously, I don't think so. (laughs) Really, Mm. right? But that's... uh, Let's just call that vigorous ego stroking instead. Because that's how you get anywhere with Trump. Oh, absolutely. you stroke his ego. So then don't go the other way. Don't. I, don't. I, had, I went there. Yeah, you don't need I to. I went there. You don't you need, need Be better. Be best. Be best. Be best, Michael. You don't need to go there. I do. No. I do. No. Okay, here we go. Kid Rock, the president, it's all in there, all right? Thank you, Paula. What a great job you do. The evangelicals. I hear we're more popular than ever with the evangelicals. You're the only one, and she'll tell the truth. She'll only tell the truth. Unlike Southern me. California is looking at, well, there's already law that's passed through the governor that says the Bible is a book of hate speech and to ban the sale of it. Snapchat. So that's one of the, that they talk about that a lot, right? Like, oh, you know, we can't, you know, we can't read, we can't pray in schools. We can't, no, it's, it's, it's not a totalitarian state. Yeah. Nobody can stop anybody from praying anytime. Yeah, Absolutely. It just can't be led by a government official. Mm-hmm. It just can't be led by the state or by a teacher. It's something like that. But fuck, pray. Pray all you want. Keep praying. And when nothing happens, eventually, hopefully, you wake up. Say, oh, fuck, man, this ain't doing shit. Chat was created as the largest human trafficking because the greatest people on there were human traffickers because the FBI and because intelligence could not do it because it's live and it's real time and they can track your kid and in less than a second and take them. If there's a Department of Treasury in heaven, God. Here we go. She just said, you, you heard it right. There's a Department of Treasury in heaven. No, I actually didn't hear that right, but I'm glad you clarified. Cause... Yeah, listen to this. So I'm so I'm going to be paying attention to your eye twitch. Okay. Mm. Is watching over everything you do, and you are storing up eternal treasure that will go so far beyond. I think that we could even begin to imagine. You need to send in thirty five hundred dollars. You need to send in thirty five thousand. You need to send in that hundred thousand dollar check. If you do not write that PO box and you do not call that number and you do not become a ministry of sustainer you will never see sustainment in your life and your dream will die your call will die so this is the heart of the prosperity gospel and again right you know i feel sorry for these people yeah because undoubtedly people are sending her but loads of cash yep Oh my god! Expecting strange, crazy miracles to happen. Maybe they don't get an earthquake. She no. She this is not. The, you're building up heaven equity. Oh, this. so it's like there's an a there's RRHP? a HP. <laughs> there's a there's a department of the treasury in heaven. So every time you give Paula White money, she's she's putting it aside for you. She no. She's letting God know, and then you're getting this. It's going into the into your personal depository. It's like the ultimate pyramid scheme. Yeah, exactly. I can't see the top. It's in heaven. Yeah, exactly. But you'll get there one day. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. That's some creative shit, though. It is. That's some, like... And people fucking buy it. This just... Oh, humanity. I weep for humanity. 
the people that sit back and throw their hands up and like, yes, Paula, take my hundred thousand dollars. Okay, government, take my house. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Musical interlude. They really are trying to appeal to everyone. Here he is, the nominee. That has to be providence. That has to be the hand of God, in my opinion. And any tongue that rises against the movie condemned according to the word of God. It is God that raises up a king. It is God that sets one down. And so when you fight against the plan of God, you're fighting against the hand of God. If we get two more, we will be able to overturn demonic laws and decrees that has held this nation in so there she's talking about this Supreme is where Court. We for our future. Yeah. And I pray if there was anyone listening, here's the only thing I pray for. Keep Ruth Bader Ginsburg alive <laughs> for as long as humanly possible. If there is any prayer equity out there, if anyone is listening, if anyone has any way to do anything anywhere at any time, which I don't believe anyway, but I'm gonna say it out loud because if so, that's where I want all the energy to go. Keep RBG alive and kicking. Yeah. She's a tough bitch. I adore her. Yeah, she's awesome. Captivity. He's gonna live. I can tell you that our president is doing absolutely phenomenal. That he is in great health every way. Huge history buff. Mm. It's like he <laughs> understands. Yes, because he likes that, to rewrite it. Thank you for your courageous and bold stand for religious liberty and for your timeless service to all Americans. We appreciate the price that you have paid. To walk in the high calling, history will record the greatness that you have brought for generations. And so you sit back and go, well, oh, yeah, man, she crazy. She up there, suppose she up there in the White House praying. You better believe I'm praying. You better believe I'm up there saying in the name of Jesus. You better believe that I'm walking around those parameters saying I lift us up and I dedicate every ounce of this place. <laughs> I'm walking around the parameters? I'm walking around the parameters. She dumb. Like, what even now? Do you know? I, I don't know this off the top of my head. Like, what is the percentage of Americans that identify as Christian? Like, not even of evangelicals, which is a, a smaller proportion, but that actively now identify as Christian. Um, it's, it's still the highest, it's still the highest percentage. Yeah, I see that, but... Um, but you know what's interesting is the last um, I think it was Ipsos uh, poll that was released showed the irreligious nuns as the second highest yeah. uh, category. I think the I think the Christians were around the thirty ish percent mark, um, which from a percentage perspective is very much close to Canada. Although with um, the U.S. it's Protestant Christianity and in Canada it's Roman Catholicism. So here's what Google tells me: sixty five percent. 65%. Christianity is the most adhered to religion in the United States with 65% of polled American adults identifying themselves as Christian in 2019. So this is recent. Wow. This is down from 85% in 1990, 81.6% in 2001, and 12% lower than the 78% reported for 2012. About 45% of those polled claim to be members of a church congregation. Well, that's way more depressing. Yep. 
That's way more depressing. Mm-hmm. But According to Pew Research, Christianity loses more people than it gains from religious conversion. It found that 23% of Americans raised as Christians are no longer identified with Christianity, whereas 6% of current Christians were converts. So that should make you feel a little bit better. Yeah, okay. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. And if you look at Canada, as of May 2013, so this is older... Um, Muslims account for 3.2% of the total population with a total of over a million, and Islam has become the fastest-growing religion in Canada. Oh, yeah. Well, is, Islam is the fastest-growing uh, religion in the world. And one of the reasons for that, we've talked about this before, is that, generally speaking, Muslims breed. Yeah. What is the most... Most... Rewind. Pulling a Paula White here. Yeah. What is the most atheistic country in the world. Oh. So now it's a quiz show. Well, I mean, it's very likely one of the Nordic countries. Um, is it, is this per capita or? Well, this is interesting. So according to this, according to, according to sociologists, it's China. But uh, yeah, but that's atheistic, but they, but they, uh, yeah, but they still fall under more state worship. Yeah. But it says, um, according to sociologists review of numerous global studies on atheism, there are 450 to 500 million positive atheists and agnostics worldwide, which is 7% of the world's population, with China having the most atheists in the world, 200 million convinced atheists. Now, that could just be like right out of a, just the basic of the population base. Hmm. But, Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I would have bet almost anything that it was one of the Nordic countries. Yeah. In 2014, um, the Pew Religious Landscape Survey reported that 22.8% of the U.S. population is religiously unaffiliated. Yeah. Atheists made up 3.1%. Agnostics made up 4%. Yeah. And that's looking, of course, you know, depending on how you, how you define those words, right? Because um, there are still some. And it's funny because I still, I still sit on the fence about this stuff. I still go, go back and forth. Um, the... If you look at just the dictionary, the dictionary defines atheism as someone who lacks a belief in a god or gods. Right. If you look at the um, Oxford um, Encyclopedia of Philosophy, mm-hmm. it says an atheist is someone who believes no gods exist. Um, and, an ag- and an agnostic is still someone who says that they're not convinced either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because if you read books by like, you know, guys like David Silverman and Aaron Ra and stuff like that, they, they say very clearly that they, they go by the dictionary definition. Right? Sure. If you, I mean, if your wor- if your worldview does not contain a God, you are an atheist. Yeah. And I, I sit on the fence as far as it goes. I'll address people however they, they want. I don't look at that as a sword worth throwing myself on. Right. Um, I'll, 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 I'll address people however they, they want to be addressed. If you, th- if you are convinced that the dictionary definition is, is the correct one, fine. If you want to go by the, the philosophical definition, fine, cool. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that both sides can agree on is that the people who think that there's a man in the sky are silly, <laughs> regardless of what definition you choose to use. Interesting. So, so according to a global attitude survey in 2018, more than half of Canadians are Christian, so 55%. Identify as Christian, but twenty nine percent identify as religiously unaffiliated. Yeah, that's the next biggest group, and then other is fourteen percent. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That is cool. And there's some work being done showing that roughly two thirds of Canadian adults says religion has a less important role in their country than it did twenty years ago. Yeah, and that, uh, but twenty nine percent of Canadians say that religion is very important in their life, which I find yeah interesting too. 
I don't know that necessarily what would be curious to see would be the age breakdown yeah. for that sure. because I'm guessing it's the aging population. Um, in the distribution across the country too, like in Quebec, obviously there's yeah, know, much right? more secular. There's much yeah. more secularism now in Quebec. Well, there's also a lot of Catholics. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you got so, kind of go one way or the other. Yeah. I thought this was interesting too. Two thirds of Canadians so 67% say it is not necessary to believe in God in order to have moral, to be moral and have good values. Yeah, and I would take that a step further and say I, I look sideways and question the morality of anyone that says I get my morality from a Bronze Age text. Right. Because it's just stupid. Yeah. It's, you know, well, it's, it's, the, it's the... Because what you end up running into there is the Euthyphro dilemma, right? Is, is something... Does God say it because it's good? Or is it good because God says it? Right. Um, That's the old six of one. The rest of us call it six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you raised your eye up, eyebrow a little bit there when I tossed out Euthyphro dilemma. I'm like, are you making up words like I am? No. Nope. Are you having a bad day wording? No, that's a re- that's a real thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I've I've been re- I've been reading a lot more philosophy lately, mm-hmm. and. While I accept, and a lot of it comes from either uh, Steve McRae from Great Debate Community um, and your dad, Hmm. right? Um, I still think he's wrong when he says that philosophy is one of the ways you can know things because I don't think that's the case. Mm. You can make up a, you can, you can put together, um, you can put together a syllogism, a philosophical syllogism and with, you know, a couple premises and a conclusion and it's, even though it may quote unquote logically follow, it still doesn't necessarily make it right. Um, you know, if well, we'll look at the look at look at I Kalam. Feel like I live my life like that a lot. We'll look at Kalam, mm-hmm. right? Um, everything that begins with this has a cause. Mm-hmm. The universe began to exist, therefore the universe has a cause. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but it but the religious have to make this unbelievable leap of special pleading to get to their God, as Chris Fraser used to say. How you get from to go from deism to theism. Is, a, is an unbelievable step mm-hmm. to go from, uh, you know, possibly there being a cause to this God being, a, to this God, cause being a God that cares about who you sleep with and in what position mm-hmm. and what meals you eat on what day and whether or not you gather sticks on a Sabbath mm-hmm. and all these other things. Mm-hmm. You still have mixed this mountain fabrics. of, uh, you know, of things. Yeah, mixed fabrics, another good one. Oh, I'm so proud of you. The mixed oh, fabrics. stop. I knew that long before. <laughs> you don't um, forget I went to a Catholic school. I know. I still try to overlook even that. Even as a baptized Anglican who didn't really believe even back then. Yeah. So, hey, we're at an hour and 18 minutes. That's right. You, oh, my, my iPhone says eight. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, we're at it. Well, it's eight o'clock, mm-hmm. but we are at an hour and I 18 said hard minutes. Pass. Eight o'clock. Hard pass. Hard no. Hard no. Hard stop. Okay. Yeah. So thank you. An hour and 20 minutes is still a long time for people to listen to you and me prattle on about stuff and things. Not really. And what's in that Amazon box. Because I mean, I could do a whole hour and a half about what's in that Amazon box. No. Our people love us. You are still incredibly high rated on the podcast. It's because I'm novel. I don't come on all the time. No, you're novel. You're awesome. They're not bored of me yet. (laughs) Not that they're bored of you. Nice. Okay. Well, maybe Nice recovery. (laughs) What episode was this? Did you even say? I, I did. Think you said at the beginning. I did. 96. Um, I don't think you did. I did. I think if you go back. Uh-oh, I'm not betting on this. Uh-oh. Here we I have go. a bad habit of betting on things that I'm pretty sure about. Do I'm go losing. Count? And then the time I don't bet, <laughs> we go count because close? I'm scared, I'm actually right. Are we going to count clothes in the closet? 
No? Stop. <laughs> okay. These, people, these delightful people who spend their time with you slash me do not need to hear all of our little... I suppose. All of our little... Bits. Ramblings on. Mm-hmm. But, so that puts us at uh, almost an hour and 20. Yep. It's pretty decent. We're right on track for a regular episode. Dean is fucking shit-faced right, right now. Yeah, probably. He See if he makes it home with his computer this year. He doesn't even know his name mm-hmm. by now. Mm-hmm. So, so we are doing our best to... Uh, it's looking like we're probably going to have our 100th episode in the second week of January. Probably around the 9th or the 10th. Would have been so much cooler to be that first week. It would have been, but the first week would have been, you know, like the like the third or the fourth. That's a Friday or Saturday. It's doable. Yeah, I don't know. I depends don't know. what Push Tom and me. Cecil say. Well, and also depends on whether you can get Dean to get into the studio to record ninety seven, ninety eight, and ninety nine. That's right. Before then, otherwise, it's, it's all on you, baby. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's enough trouble for us to get into for this week. Mm-hmm. We'll be back at you next week in some form or fashion. I love you. You're giving me sneaky eyes right yeah, That's now. right. <laughs> uh, with another episode. But until next week, I have been Michael. And I have been Shannon. And we shall see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.